Welcome back to the Woven in Truth podcast. We are so happy you're listening to our episode right now, wherever you are. Uh, We just appreciate your time and your attention to us because we love you. I'm Mallory Melcher-Post. My friend Emma Walker is co-hosting today. Emma, you want to say hi? Yes. Hi, guys. My favorite thing in the world, being here. (laughs) Yes, we are happy to be here. And we have a very special guest, Mm -hmm. our friend Betty Mamari from Lebanon is here right now. Betty, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you for hosting me. I'm so honored to be with you. Well, we're pleased to have you and very excited to hear what you have to share with us. What is your topic today? Well, my topic is about the spirit of fear. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's so important. Uh I cannot wait to hear more. Why is this something that you are passionate about and that you want women all over to hear about? Uh, Because um, I think fear is our biggest struggle everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. I think it's a topic that's common to everyone, whether they are in the Middle East or in the States Mm -hmm. or anywhere, especially in our times. Mm -hmm. So it's not... Uh, it's not a passion as much as it's a need for mm. us to know more about this. Right. Wow. It's a need. And I totally, totally agree. Mm-hmm. Well, wonderful. Well, I will just let you go into your lesson and we'll jump in later. Okay. Thank you. So um, lately I was struggling with fear and I think all of us have this struggle. And I was studying the Bible and uh, looking for codes and seeing why is this topic so important like you just asked. Mm-hmm. And I was reading a quote that really uh, intrigued me. Uh, It was said by Roosevelt in 1932 when the Great Depression was happening. And he said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And honestly, uh, living in the Middle East, I know uh, maybe not many of you know about the Middle East, but we we are born with fear shepherding our lives. Wow. (laughs) So I remember when I was a child, we lived in shelters, and we missed school years, and we were always uh, wondering if the day will come on us because the bombs were all over the place, and we were listening, uh, we were hearing um, people dying around us, and uh, our childhood was so messed up, and there was always the fear of finding food, of going on the street, and that was really bad childhood memory, and that brought us up with fear always in our minds. Mm -hmm. And then when the Civil War ended, fear took another shape in our lives. It started taking the shape of the economy, where you ha- we have very bad economic situation. People don't have uh, good support, financial or retirement. So people are leaving the country always. And we're always wondering about our future. How will we survive? And then when I grew up, the fear of the future became so strong in my life when I got married with an expectation that I will uh, create a family and have a good life. But then there was the fear of uh, uh, supporting this family. Because in Lebanon, we don't have, like, the government rules are not, they're not very, you know, they don't support human rights or our uh, needs. So Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to go into illegal things in order to support your families. Mm. And I'm saying that before I became a disciple. So our fear to secure ourselves financially made, made me, for a certain while, work uh, in uh, doing things that are not really righteous, mm. just to make the money. And then when I had 
my first son, I decided to be a mom and to just be the perfect mom for my child. And then fear attacked me from a different aspect. Uh, my handsome boy um, was different. And it took a long time for us to discover what was wrong with him. Because in Lebanon, we, don't, we didn't hear about autism 16 years ago like we hear about it today. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it was a, a journey of fear. Why is my son like this? Why doesn't he communicate? And it took like three years for us to discover that he, he is different and he has autism. Mm -hmm. And the journey of fear became too crippling for me because uh, what will happen to my son? I didn't sign up for a child with special needs. Mm -hmm. I had high hopes for my life and I was barely 25 with wow. a child with special needs, and I didn't know anything about autism, and no one was helping. Wow. And it was too scary because I couldn't leave my home without tantrums everywhere and people looking at me with pitiful eyes and saying, mm. oh, how do you survive with this situation? And that crushed me and made me stay at home for years, avoiding people and the society because I didn't want to see pity in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, my, my marriage got destroyed because of the fear. He, my husband was scared on the fate of my, our son, and he, he, uh, you know, he jumped into autism, and he became autistic himself because he wanted to understand what was this. Mm -hmm. And wow. the battle of fear made us like uh, uh, fight a lot, and we almost divorced because of that. But God had mercy on me 10 years ago uh, when I met a disciple. Uh, I was at the gym, and I was... Uh, struggling from too many things and that disciple God had a plan for me and uh, I studied the Bible with her I wasn't an easy person because fear was was part of who I am in everything I was scared from everything and I was failing in everything because fear leads to failure and to sins wow. and I, mm -hmm. I it made me sin a lot <laughs> the, the, the feeling of fear like you want to grab everything in your your hands so when I came and I started studying the Bible with this disciple, I came with a baggage of fears. I even recall discussing her, with her that I'm scared of earthquakes, what will happen if we die, because Lebanon is also is subject to earthquakes. So in addition no. to everything, we have the natural, uh, natural. fears. <laughs> yeah. wow. So studying the Bible and getting closer to God, it helped me a lot to overcome fear. And I, I became uh, an advocate for special need parents because people started to see that I'm joyful despite my struggles, despite Kurt uh, having a severe case of autism. And God started doing miracles with my son. From He went from nonverbal to verbal. Wow. He started wow. improving enormously. And studying the Bible, God showed me miracles when I saw my son uh, who was for many years away from me. He was distant because he saw me. I don't accept him. And I... I'm ashamed from my situation. I'm in pain. And then mm. that boy was the one who said, I love you, mom, when he saw me studying the Bible. It was oh, his first words. Wow. So God, oh, my yes, God uh, worked with me. He, he brought too much joy into my life to push me forward like I'm with you on this road. Right. And that gave me great security, I, and I wasn't scared anymore. I didn't have oh. fears. I was like uh, uh, going out and telling uh, creating a support group for families with special needs and wow. assuring them that God is in control. Uh, he will take care of us. And honestly, when you live in the Middle East, you have no other option than to depend on God. And you wow. see God so clearly. 
because the miracles are seen when you have a problem and God opens the door you cannot relate it to the government or to the teacher system it's only God who sends the right people at the right time right. and I had the security because every door that closed God would open a better door wow. yep. so my struggle with fear became better but as the years you know passed you know as people we forget from where we come right. and yeah. sometimes we start discussing, uh, not relating to pe people who are facing fear. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, I, w I fell into the trap of like, no, you shouldn't be afraid. No, God says, trust him. Look mm -hmm. in the Bible, he said 365 times, do not fear. Mm -hmm. wow. And it's very easy to talk and say the words when we don't relate. Mm -hmm. And God, a month ago, he, he, was, he, he brought me into a test. Something happened with my health. And uh, I couldn't get the results. I'm not going to discuss this, but I want to tell you that I went into a journey of fear. Mm -hmm. And I was so terrified, and uh, I got paralyzed from fear. Wow. And I was saying the right talk, but nothing changed. I was getting worse and worse, even though the disciples were coming and telling me, you have no reason to be afraid. I was paralyzed. I couldn't pray. I couldn't uh, sit with my kids. Uh, I couldn't relate to any of the disciples, nothing brought me, uh, you know, made me calm or uh, made me at ease. Yeah. And I started wondering, what's wrong with my faith? You know, mm. faith is the opposite of fear. Mm. So if I'm that fearful, that means my relationship with God is wrong. Mm. Wow. And even though I was sitting for hours with God, fear didn't let go. I was wow. like crippled. And I was started to ask questions like, what's wrong with me? And then I went to the cross, and I went to Jesus, and I told him, okay, Jesus, you experienced fear. How come you are God in flesh, and you struggled with fear? And I went and I read this verse in Luke 22, 41 to 44. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat like drops of blood falling to the ground. You know, even though I know the story so well, but sometimes I miss very deep points in it. I was asking him, how come you are sovereign? And if it's an emo emotion, definitely you can control fear. Then I saw it so clearly from these verses that fear is not an emotion. Because by nature, I'm a positive person. Mm -hmm. And all the positive thoughts I put in my head didn't help me overcome fear. Mm -hmm. And then I went and I saw that Jesus gave us tools and showed us that this is a spirit that attacks us. It's not an emotion. Because he knelt down and he prayed. And as, as I looked further, an angel came to him to strengthen him. And sometimes God sends angels in the form of disciples to strengthen us. And that was my wow. case. Yep. But that, that didn't help. That didn't help me. That didn't help Jesus at the time. Mm. He went back into anguish and he prayed more earnestly. Sometimes as humans, when we pass through trials, we go to disciples. We pray, we go to disciples, and nothing changes. But this verse showed me that I need to go more earnestly, more pray earnest. more, kneel and pray. Sometimes... Wow. And he's God, and he had to pray not once, 
not twice, three times, to overcome the spirit of fear, and to an extent that his sweat became blood. Wow. And I, sh- I come in a shallow way, pray one time, God, reveal <laughs> this problem, mm-hmm. and remove fear, and I expect it should be over. Right. And this showed me that I have the tool, but I'm not using it well. So the lesson that God was teaching me, because I'm not good in kneeling and praying. Like, I pray a lot, I read a lot, but I don't kneel. God was telling me, you need to kneel to overcome the spirit of fear. It doesn't go out easily, especially with, with, with the battles you have ahead of you, in case in your family, in your, with your kid, with the society. So... Uh, you know, with all the social problems we have in Lebanon. Mm. So this is the, the main lesson I was getting from God at this stage. And honestly, why he taught me this lesson? Because if you hear the news in the Middle East right now, now fear is attacking us in a more serious way. Like mm. everyone in Lebanon, we have the highest rate of people struggling from cancer. Wow. Because of all the bombs that were thrown on us all these years, now we have cancer everywhere and we have uh, many families without jobs and this is the first time in the past uh, 20 years we see even in the war the situation wasn't that bad so like now fear is attacking us what's happening Uh, will we have jobs will we be able to take our kids to school and then i was studying this but sometimes i was wondering this this is the end of days, so it's normal to have these things. Mm. We'll get scared. And I love how God works with me. He knows I'm an emotional person. And before I became a disciple, I was a person who read lots of novels mm. but, uh, and romantic novels. Yeah. But then I stopped <laughs> after being a disciple because I was focused more on spiritual books. Mm. But then one of uh, my friends brought me a book. I don't know if you've read it. It's called The Voice in the Wind. Ooh. or Francine Rivers. It's my all-time favorite book. This book was, Yanni, it showed me how, how much I need to work on myself. And it showed me that the early disciples didn't have a good, it wasn't easier. At that. It was way harder than what we have now because they had to endure slavery. Mm-hmm. They saw their families die from hunger. And even though it's, it's a story, but I do believe it was based on historical events and it made me live the faith of those disciples when they went and they served uh, gentiles who worshipped the wrong uh, gods and uh, who sinned in ways that we cannot imagine is their pleasure was to watch people die (laughs) with lions eating them oh my goodness we're we're not there now yet We, we never go to entertainment to see people crushed or burned on torches but that book showed me that what you're struggling from is not new. Wow. But how come yeah. they stood up and while lions were coming and eating them and we were, they were at peace and they were welcoming those lions because they, they were praying. They saw eternity so clearly. Mm-hmm. And that's what God was teaching me. You need to pray more so you see things from my eyes. Mm-hmm. And once I started doing that, I felt that Fear let go of me because mm. it didn't have a grip on me. And even I got my answers. And I felt that God was letting me pass through this mm. so I can learn to pray more earnestly mm-hmm. like Jesus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm just so inspired by your faith. I feel like the fact that you you get to live out the same faith as the disciples, like when you're mentioning like the fear that 
you're that's that's wanting to attack like that's nothing new um when i look at the bible just the fact that you can identify and relate to even some of the social and physical uh obstacles that some of the disciples were up against Mm -hmm. i just really appreciate your heart and everything you've shared i had a a follow-up question though even when you mentioned how you grew up and just how traumatizing that had to be where you had basically every quote-unquote excuse to be fearful to be self-protective because of the circumstances you'd live through how do you choose faith over fear after even being in situations where maybe it seemed right to be self-protective how do you choose faith in those times when when that's how you had to operate for so long well honestly it's very hard Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not an easy battle because we we grew up with all those images so clear Mm -hmm. so every time we have a struggle like we feel like there's a bomb coming from the south or something like that fear attacks us we get paralyzed this is the Mm -hmm. first reaction we're humans right Uh but then we 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 talk to we pray Mm -hmm. prayer helps a lot memorizing verses about fear that god won't let us endure more than we can handle Mm -hmm. Uh, focusing on him and uh, praying as a group like lately, we've been doing prayer nights. We pray all night till the morning. Wow. These have helped me a lot mm. to, to feel so secure because I've noticed that when we pray, we don't connect from the first time. Mm-hmm. Like many times we went and prayed, and I was like very edgy, and, and I felt the spirits, the, these are evil spirits. Yeah, They're right. stuck yeah. on me, yeah. uh-huh. and they don't leave me easily. Like yeah. the first time I was praying, like I'm saying words, but I'm not connected. Mm. But the more we prayed the more I, it's like uh, the chains are released yeah. and yeah. I, f- I see my sins and I'm, I feel purified. Mm. And that needs a battle in prayer. Wow. And it's not done in one hour. I've noticed when I pray quickly, mm-hmm. it doesn't help. Like yeah. sitting, and we've done this this, year, this uh, summer, praying for our men, for their work, for the economy, for our leaders, going into details. I've never done that before. But that gave me safety. And we started seeing miracles. Wow. Even our man, they, they had like months without jobs. And like my husband became a disciple two years ago. And as a new disciple, after being very wealthy in his job, suddenly no work. And that brought, he was terrified because he lived war in the worst way. He was, um, they were attacked by a group and their, their families were killed in knives and then he had wow. to he was a soldier for years he he was engaged in the war so he has fear like i need to secure my family oh, it's yeah. always there and when he became a disciple he started trusting god and like there's no work for months and he's saying i know god has a plan and i'm impressed by his faith it's wow. when i'm scared so i look inspiring. at him and i say if my husband is saying that i don't have any excuse so uh-huh. god encourages us like he 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 talks to him, and when I'm afraid, he encourages me. When he's afraid, I encourage him. Right. And many times we sit as a church, we kneel, and we pray. We need you, God. We have no other option, and wow. it's the best option, honestly. Absolutely. It's not like the last option. It's like we mm-hmm. are so privileged because we get to see God so clearly in our tough lives. Yeah. Wow, Betty, I am almost speechless hearing you speak. <laughs> no, it's like hard to respond, yeah. So much heart and... I am just amazed by everything that you guys in the Middle East have endured and fought through, but are so strong, and it's so inspiring. And I even think just listening to your whole life, 
that you you tried a lot of different options on how to fight your fear and the fact that God was the only thing that saved you from all of that and then when it got harder still was still God that saved you again and again from fear but a deeper connection with God so I feel very inspired to continue to deepen with God knowing that when my fears get harder so has your relationship with God gotten deeper so very inspired by you I had a follow-up question you mentioned um kind of your fear being tested in a new way with your son and um just what he's had to go through and I wanted to ask because I do feel like it's so cool that you've been able to bring faith and hope to so many other moms that are in that vulnerable place could you share a little bit more about the support group you've started out there yes of course um you know at the beginning um I started studying verses and relating them to special needs, like looking at my son, that he's my blessing. Oh, yeah. And I honestly can say I would have never seen God if it weren't for Kurt's case. Wow. Because Kurt was the reason I saw God. I was too worldly, too far from God. Wow. And uh, I, I wasn't even close uh, to the Bible. And because my background is from Jehovah's Witness, it was very, and I left them, it was very hard for me to relate to any church. Uh-huh. So it took time to build my conviction. And God had to work one-on-one with me. Mm-hmm. But to, uh, to make me trust him, mm-hmm. he worked through Kurt. Like wow. all the lessons I had in the past 10 years, I learned them from Kurt. Because uh, he taught me uncond- unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw myself like Kurt in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. sinful and a special wow. needs. Mm-hmm. But God still died for me. And really, that helped me to look at him from a different perspective. And because I studied the verses and made them relate to Kurt, like, he's not a mistake. God has a great plan for me. And honestly, I've seen a great plan for Kurt. Like, Kurt, he's inspired many people, and they came to God because of him. Like, every person who comes to church and see him jumping and praising God, they tell me, this boy brought us to church. Wow. All my stories, success stories with, with the people I studied the Bible with because they read what I shared on social media about how God is manifested in his life. Wow. And uh, every time I don't do well, you have to go back and say, he's the scale. Like, Kurt is my scale, how <laughs> yeah. I'm doing well yeah. spiritually. <laughs> so people, bar, yeah. yes, people, when they saw, because I'm very honest about my mistakes, when I talk, I, I went on TV on several shows, and uh, people were asking, like, how would you help people against discrimination against your kids? And I would say, you know what? Before I start with my society, I discriminate. Mm-hmm. I'm sinning that wow. with my mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. So people saw in me, like, I'm not faking it. Right. I'm, not, uh, uh, I'm just telling them that I was a lousy mom. I was a lousy wife. And once I worked on my relationship with, with God, with my husband, Kurt became better. Wow. And that is the key that everyone wow. made them. They would come and they would say, please, we need mm-hmm. to work on right. our marriages. Right. And uh, we, I started studying the Bible with many moms. And God, uh, I always had the vision. From the first time I met Jesse and Mufid, they mm. asked me, what's your vision for the future? I said, helping parents of special needs. Yeah. And they said, how? I told them, I have no clue. <laughs> and God was working on me for mm. 10 years. He taught me how to be a mom. Because I wasn't mom material to Kurt. I was in denial and pain for a long time. And uh, I I had to work on accepting him, loving him the way he is, uh, spending time with him. 
And I've noticed that every time I read the Bible with him, God works. Wow. Like the past year, I told God, I said, you know what? Now he's a teen. And you say your word is a living word. And it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read the Bible with Kurt. And you're going to work. Because yep. I don't know how he's going to understand the Bible. Right. Uh -huh. And he's amazed me how he memorizes the verses. How he knows his sins. I was studying with him the sin lesson last week. And he, 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 I put a chart in front of him, and I told him, what are your sins? And he held the, the pen, and he said, impurity, debauchery, <laughs> fits of anger. Oh, oh my, my God, wow. I'm sinning, he said oh. like that. And I didn't understand. He understood sin. Wow. And he was admitting. And now if he eats more than usual, he said, I'm sinning. I should yeah. stop eating. Wow. So God oh is doing goodness. lots of miracles with him. And that encourages me. Like, yes. keep building your relationship with God. Don't look at Kurt as, an, as a case. Because mm -hmm. he understands the concept of God so clearly. Ever since he was a baby, I wake up, I see him by the window praying. I don't know how he understands, but he understands it so well. Wow. He memorizes Bible verses. And God has shown me great improvement in him. Mm -hmm. So people are inspired by Kurt. They sometimes tell me, Kurt doesn't have autism. I tell them, Kurt is a severe case of autism. Mm -hmm. But God is working because nothing is impossible to God. Wow. I'm not expecting Kurt to be a typical boy, mm -hmm. but I can see that God is doing wonders with Kurt. He's giving hope to many families. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I can see special need moms sharing about Kurt. Like uh, the past year, we had he invited his friend with a severe case of autism. And as a church, we invited them. And then Kurt was taking that boy and uh, telling them, say hi to my friend Omar. <laughs> Omar, this is my friend Jesse. So and cool. I have them on video. And like his mom was like, wow, I cannot <laughs> believe. Like two, two teens with autism socializing with people wow. Wow. and oh, it's amazing. we do events in our home we open it for special need families mm -hmm. and the ministry comes we have a special need ministry in lebanon they all come to serve those families and you cannot imagine the joy they bring to those families mm -hmm. because none invites them to their homes like uh, they uh, last week one of the moms she went into a big conference she was asked to talk all her sharing was about kurt how he's making a difference in Omar's life. And this is wow. impressive. Even if I'm not doing that, now another mom is doing right. that. So we're spreading the light, even though she's from a different background. But now mm. she goes around and she tells everyone, go to Betty's church. They have the best <laughs> church ever. So, she's evangelizing for you. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. Is there anything we can be praying for you and your ministry? Definitely pray that we have uh, more people who have a heart for special needs mm -hmm. because it's not easy to serve special need people. Mm -hmm. We would rather come to church and sit with people who can give us. Right. But when you go um, to special needs, you, know, you need to give them. Yes. But right. God works in ways. We, every time we go into ministry, we go out, we are blessed. Mm -hmm. But that's not easy to tell people. Mm -hmm. I pray that more people have uh, this heart. I pray to see all churches have special need ministries. Mm -hmm. I pray that in the conference one day we will come and see a special need ministry like the campus, mm -hmm. like the singles, like the marrieds. This is my dream. Yeah. I've started this 10 years ago as a mom in our church, and I pray that we see that worldwide. That's amazing. amazing. Well, we would definitely be praying for that. We're Absolutely. fully supportive. We're with you, heart and soul. Thank you. Yes. Thank you just so much for your faith and just sharing some of that with us. Mm -hmm. You're an inspiration. Your son's an inspiration. We love you both dearly. So thank you for your time. Thank you thank for joining you. the podcast. Everybody who tuned in, we just know that this had to be really inspiring and impacting. We'll post the episode notes 
along with a link to Betty's Facebook group, the support page, if you guys want to check that out and support her in that way. Uh, But thank you for your time checking in on the podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. We are one.